Frank, I'm not gonna lie, I just got my eyes on the glorious brand new iPhone 14 Pro. We had friends over Ooh. last night and they brought their phone over. Now Heather actually got her phone, but we're waiting for after our trip to turn it on because I know <laughs> that there's a few, yeah, I just don't rush it, right? Let's, let's give uh, 16.1 some time to bake. So we're gonna wait for that process and transfer things over because we just, we had actually came early. It came like two weeks early, but our friends, came over, they had it and they had it in a case. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. And then they took it out of the case. And I said, wow, those are some really big cameras on that thing. <laughs> oh my goodness. It, it, it reminds me of those like 1950s movie cameras you see in like old movies. It's mm -hmm. like three giant lenses sticking out. Like I feel like they should rotate around or there should be like a giant crank. You just kind of crank it in order to <laughs> record video or something like that. The camera bump is no joke. That thing is big big what, what what size phone was it the max or the the normie normal normal pro normal pro. yeah yeah i think you know at this point i, I don't know what madman would get the the, the the bigger phones i feel like the bigger <laughs> phones are on the way out the smaller phones are way better no what'd you get i i got i got the the normal but it's still pretty huge it i've is. been testing on my uh iphone 5s and like the 5s just fits in the little corner there you know on the phone so you are totally smart i think to wait a tiny bit because james i have had the worst up upgrade process task initiative terrible journey uh ever <laughs> upgrading my phone so i think you might be a little smart uh going slow but i, I do i am impressed by your keeping it in the box i don't know if i have that kind of strength it's in the box. Yeah, we have no idea what it looks like at all. And <laughs> Heather got the silver one. Now I'm going to get her old iPhone 11 Pro, which is nice because we got that side by side comparison of the 11 Pro, which has three cameras as well on it. Right. So that was like the yeah. first one to kind of introduce that because uh, I think the 10, the X Pro had two and then the 11 had three. Yeah. And they are much thinner and it is much lighter in general. And both of these phones compared to my tiny iPhone SE 2 look <laughs> ginormous, but I do yeah. like my iPhone SE 2. But, you know, I I saw it. they had the purple one, very nice purple in mm -hmm. general. And, you know, overall, the the owner's phone seemed like she really liked it. You know, it was a good upgrade, really liked the cameras, you know, the photos that were coming out of it. Uh, her, her breakdown, because we've heard a lot of things, I kind of want to get your experience, too, because I'll tell you what we're going to go through soon, which is probably what many people are going to go through. I didn't get any insight from her as to what her process looked like, but what it sounded like was she was on Verizon and they're like, Hey, if you just give us your old phone, you get a new phone mm -hmm. for free, basically. Right. Or some upgrade process. And they did the, they did the transfer. They did everything in store, you know, yeah. and I'm not a believer, Frank, in going into stores because it feels it's like it's worst. a waste of it's the worst. It's a waste of my time and it's the worst. And no one really wants to help me at the end of the day. I'm going to have a counter to that. I'm going to oh have gosh. a good store story. Well, no, I take that back. It was still terrible in its own way. Everything a part of my upgrade process was terrible. <laughs> um, I was I was honestly in the unboxing slightly shocked at the size of the phone. Not only are, is the camera bump huge, but the phone's bigger than the 11 Pro. I've been rocking the 11 Pro up till mm -hmm. now. And 
at first I was like, oh no, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> because it, 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 I don't know if it's actually heavier or what, but it definitely feels heavier and it's got that camera pump. Um, but the screen is gorgeous. And so, and it was shiny and I got the silver one and it was very pretty. No, no doubt. Very pretty phone. But my initial unboxing was like, uh oh, <laughs> I'm not sure. It is growing. The physical design's growing on me. Literally, it's huge. <laughs> okay so i do want to learn about your upgrade process because our upgrade process is going to look like this is today heather has the iphone 11 pro with a physical sim from mint mobile mm-hmm. and she will be migrating that physical sim over to an eSIM because as we all know the iphone um 14s only have eSIMs. now i did confirm on the official mint mobile reddit that Mint Mobile is all ready for the iPhone 14. They have a whole video. They have a whole thing. <laughs> but it does seem like the process is a little strange. From my understanding, I got to like install their app and I got to do a few things. So oh. it, I'm not positive how it's going to work itself out. But, you know, we bought this phone from Apple unlocked, which is also well, this was like a very tricky it's one. The best way. The best I love way. unlocked phones. Yeah. But they also... Like I couldn't buy the phone unlocked from Best Buy. They wouldn't let me. Mm. Like there was no option, only from Apple. And I was like, this is really weird. I, and even the Apple one was, it didn't even say unlocked. It was like, activate this later. And I was like, what, <laughs> yeah. what, what does that even mean? <laughs> just, yeah, just, I don't know why. I don't, I don't even know why that's a thing still, especially with the eSIMs and everything. Um, I, I actually had a problem with the eSIM. But I'm I'm hoping I'm just going to tell you all the problems I had and you just do the opposite of what okay. I did and you should be good. OK, all right. I'm ready. So Frank gets the box, signs the box for delivery. You pick it up in a store and then you open it and you're like, let's yeah. do this. I'm, and you're back home. You're like, um, should I record an unboxing video? I don't know. There's none of those on the Internet. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what people want to see is an unboxing of an iPhone 14. No, uh, the first thing I got in my head was uh, your voice, James. You're always haunting me. You're always with me. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yours was uh, Apple has made the upgrade process so smooth. Things, yeah. It's all integrated and it's integrated. There's just buttons you should click. So I brought up the settings app on my old iPhone and it's mm-hmm. all like, hey, about to get a new iPhone, buddy. Let's do this. And I'm like, yeah, Apple, let's do this. Let's I'm do this. Excited. That's exciting. Like, I've never had that happen. I was like, I want this to be my phone so I can go through this yeah. process. I'm excited. I'm like, this is going to be the best upgrade process ever. <laughs> uh, so I click the button and they're like, hey, you know, the best way to do this is to do an iCloud backup, which I'm about to tell lots of horrors and everything, but I still concur. iCloud backup is definitely the, the way to do this. Um, Apple helpfully offered something I've never seen them offer before. They're like, hey, uh, you may be low on iCloud space. And they were a little vague on whether I was low or, <laughs> you know, whatever. And they're like, we're going to do this thing where we're going to give you as much space as you need to back up your phone. Ooh. And then after 20 days, you can decide whether to keep that space or not. Wow. And I'm like, I'm just in a yes mood. And I'm like, that that's clever. That sounds nice to them. There's also a little doubt in the back of my head, James, which is I've backed up this phone for the last three years fine every night to iCloud and I've always had space. So what the heck is this? But I'm in, I'm in yes mode. So I just say yes to that. And it's like, cool, cool. We're, we're going to back up now. And I'm like, cool, cool. We're going to back up now. And usually it takes what? 30 minutes, a couple hours tops to do yeah. a iCloud backup. 
And so I just set the phone down and uh, walk away because I want to do this right. Apple says I should do a backup. Bam. They know. They know. I'm doing it right, right? I, yeah, I, think, I, think I mean, this is the process I would have <laughs> went through. I would have been like, cool, got it. It did the thing. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. So I, I, I check on it after like an hour. I'm like, it must be done by now. I, I applaud myself for my patience. I haven't been, you know, checking on it. And it's still at like 30%. And the bar hasn't really moved in the last hour. And all of a sudden, it's saying that my backup size is 128 gigabytes. And I'm like, huh, that sounds high, given that the last backup was six gigabytes. Did they just did they decide <laughs> to just back up your entire hard drive? I think what they decided to do was back up the photo library, which is already uh. in iCloud. Because I have 120 gigabytes of photos. I have yeah. six gigabytes of data. And I think for whatever reason, it wanted to do a giant backup. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, oh. you know, in for a penny, in for a pound, how long could it take to upload 128 gigabytes of data? Well, I left it literally all day. I got back to the phone at midnight and it was now at 40% saying it's going to take another 30 hours to complete. So what do you do now, James? What's what's the game plan? I hope that it's plugged into power to begin with. And, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and the thing that here's the thing, when you go into an iCloud backup or any backup for that matter, the one thing you don't want to do is remove the phone or the device. You you don't want to you don't even want to touch it. I, I, yeah, exactly. I'm not listening to podcasts. Like I have not been Mm. touching my phone. I've been I've been playing with my iPads. It was all fine. I was I was a good Apple citizen. I kept saying yes. Well, I I gave up. I'm just like cancel this stupid backup. I'll I'll restore the phone from the backup that's 12 hours old because wow, okay. I'll lose a few text messages or something. And even then, it probably won't. So who cares? So I'm like, it's it's midnight. It's time to set up this little phone. So I start setting up the little phone, and uh, this one I'm I'm going to blame this on you, James. This one uh, this is your fault. Uh, a, a week or two ago, uh, you egged me on to install iPhone 16.1 beta on my oh. iPhone. Oh. Uh-oh. Oops. Yep. Guess guess what my backups are encoded as, James? iPhone 16.1 backup? Yeah. And so, beta 1, I should say. And okay. so, in after all this setup stuff so like i do the face id thing i do the i do the adding credit cards and everything it's like oh hey by the way your icloud backup is for this beta version of ios and we're going to need to install that now in the middle of the ins- setup process it's like we're we're just going to install a beta buddy and i'm like oh no oh no i didn't know what to do what would you do james you know apple knows at this point that you know they <laughs> You know, they, they know I, I wouldn't, don't touch it. Just let it go. Let it, yeah. let it do its thing. So it's going to install 16.1 beta three. My phone, my old phone, old phone is on beta one. So I'm like, uh oh, are those even going to be compatible? <laughs> so oh, no. in the middle of the setup process, I have it start updating its operating system. It has to download five gigabytes. <laughs> And then I set my old phone to update the operating system too. And I'm like, it's a race. <laughs> who can update the who can update to beta three first? And uh, you're on on you're on LTE while doing this, right? You're like, hey, I got unlimited data. 
this is gonna be good i got unlimited data but they throttle me so no <laughs> i'm just i'm just watching the gigabytes fly by at this point i'm just desperate you know <laughs> um so finally um all the phones update and that's wonderful uh do you think do you think i'm on a road to success do do you see any potential roadblocks in front of me okay so there's a there's a few potential issues here is that well i mean i like that apple has detected hey this icloud backup is from a newer beta we're going to install that beta because you need that compatibility layer to be there. Although I also think it's really fascinating. Like, I wonder if they know what version that iPhone is on because they, do they need to be in sync? I, 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 well, I guess the beta probably needs to be in sync because it has some certs that you had installed or something like that. Huh. Yeah, I think there's even a weirder thing too. I think somewhere in beta three of 16.1, uh, do you recall when you're doing a, like a transfer between the phones, it puts up like a little fuzzy ball <laughs> and you have mm. to use the camera, of the other phone to scan the fuzzy ball. And it's yes. like, they're not QR code, I guess, whatever mm-hmm. that thing. Um, fun fact in the later betas, there's a dark mode for that. Fun fact. If you have an earlier beta, the camera app can't recognize the fuzzy ball. Oh no. Yeah, it worked fine with a white background, but the moment it goes into dark mode, it can't scan it anymore. So that was fun. Uh... <laughs> so fun fact, I never knew, but uh, there is an alternative to that. If you do some clicking around, find some buttons, you can, can actually get a manual code transferred between them. So yeah. I had to do that because okay. the camera app wasn't working. So that was a <laughs> fun little addition to all that. But that, that, that's not a problem. I, I worked around that. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, no you're, problem. You're back in the process. You're back in the funnel yeah. to iPhone 14 Pro goodness. And ironically, I'm at about 14 hours of this upgrade process. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, here, here's the fun one. Okay, so finally I get to get, I, I do a bunch of things and I go select the backup of my old phone and it pops up the most helpful dialogue, James. It says, we see you had begun a new backup. Oh. We're going to sit here and wait oh. until that backup is done. And then it initiates the backup on the other photo. Oh, my God. Now, is this the backup of the one that was doing all the photos? Or is this the new backup that you did manually? This is it trying to do a new backup, which for some reason is a 128 gigabyte backup oh. when it should just be a six gigabyte backup. And it's the one that I waited 12 hours and it never finished. Oh, jeez. She should have just waited longer. Like, you know, just because you buy a $1,000 phone doesn't mean you get to use it right away. You got to no. wait. You got to wait no. those precious hours. I, I I I might be getting a little frustrated at this point. And so I'm like, well, you know what? I, I, I'm tired of this. I don't know what to do. And so I canceled out of the setup process. And it's like, Undo. hey, buddy, we're going to reset your phone now. <laughs> <laughs> which is not also, a, which is also a long process too. If yeah. anyone's, yeah. you know, the resetting on the phone, it, it's at least better than the resetting of the watch, but, um, it's still yeah. not a, it, it's sit not around great. for 30, 30 minutes, right? <laughs> 40 minutes, whatever. So I don't know what to do at this point. What, what would you do, James? I mean, I feel like the, ba- the iCloud backup has led you ast- astray. Mm-hmm. Um, they messed up there somehow with that process. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know how, because yeah. all the all the world's bandwidth is now being sucked up by iCloud backups. But 
I think that the right protocol would be to cancel out of it at this point and then say, okay, let me just start. Man, I I guess when I get when I get my phone, I I guess I would do an iCloud backup as well. Or I guess I would. Now, I guess I guess here was the other question, right? Oh, that's right. Because you already had the other one going. So now at this point, you you can't restore from iCloud. Is that correct? It's like you foobar the entire system. As far as I can tell, at my last attempt, I'm, I'm willing to try again. Um, but I do have two options in front of me. Uh, my old method was always to do an encrypted iTunes backup. Ooh, retro, so you, classic deluxe. Yes, 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 iOS 2 territory here. So you plug your phone in, you hold Alt Option when you click the button so you can get an encrypted backup of your phone. And that's important so that all your keychain stuff comes through and yeah basically all the keychain stuff and so i was tempted to do that but i was like jeepers it's 128 gigabytes i don't even know if i have enough hard drive space <laughs> for this <Yeah>. back <laughs> so like, i don't know what to do um and alternate number three is you can do a phone to phone transfer mm. of all your data uh the downside of that being your phones are basically out of commission for three to four hours so Given those mm. options, what do you do? I guess you iTunes back it up. Well, I, I decided to go for the phone to phone transfer. Phone to phone transfer. Okay. Okay. So I started that process and then it said something like your phones will be ready in five hours. And then I was like, you know what? I'm tired of this. No, no. <laughs> and so I canceled that one and reset the phone second or third time. Great. I decided to cl- try iCloud again. But this time I logged into iCloud uh, settings with an iPad and went through and managed all my backups and got rid of that pending backup thing. And so I now had a clean backup at the top of my iCloud list uh, that hopefully they would ignore the one that had started earlier. Okay, I like this. I like where this is going. It seems like it's back on track. Feel like yep. it's you know moving a little bit. I like I like this. I feel like what has happened here. This was not the intended experience that <laughs> Apple was going for. By the way, no. <laughs> so I want I want to say like I don't believe that that this is what Apple was intending in any way. No, and so my advice is still do the iCloud backup. That is what's going to work yeah. in this story. Um, just don't do it with a beta version. Don't don't. Get get rid of yours, James, or wait until 16.1's out and get rid of your beta and then do your backup and transfer. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it with a beta. Um, other than that, they can work. And just just use the one from the previous night. You don't have to do a super recent one. Who cares what's happened in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> it, it all refreshes off, off of servers and stuff anyway. Oh, no, no. Let me ask, because my friends are going to ask me on the internet, is it really required to do an iCloud backup and restore? Because what if I just said, give me a fresh phone. I'll log into my iCloud. Oh, absolutely. And I forgot that was option number four. And I contemplated, I even started moving in that direction. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to erase all my history, yeah. start a new life, new Frank, new phone, yeah. you know, who dis? Um, <laughs> it's going to be great. Because <laughs> it will it will get your keychain. It will get your contacts. It'll get all your stuff. It won't in- know your apps, basically. Well, I guess it would know your app data. App- data no it throws away the app data so that's Uh, all gone unless unless the app is server bound and it's been syncing the data 
And got it. so you got to log into everything again. You got to log into everything again, and it will lose the data of apps that store data locally. And mm. I have a bunch of, honestly, video games <laughs> where mm. it, they don't back up to iCloud, you know, that the, the record mm. on there is the record on there. And I just kept thinking of all these little things where I didn't want to lose the data. A few of them are my own um, in-development apps that aren't on the app store, and all that data would vanish. Uh, because it's just not backed up and there's no way to transfer it or anything like that. There's ways mm. to transfer it, but it's ugly and terrible. So yeah. So it, it is a very good option. Start with a clean slate. And I did consider it, um, but for all those reasons, I opted out. Got it. Okay. All right. And then, then, oh, and then the iCloud backup worked, James. That's it. Boom. Boom. Apple, it just works. Um, <laughs> I I was very angry because the iCloud backup for some reason didn't restore all my text messages. So I only have text oh. messages going back two years, which as a data pack rat, I just, I hate, but at the same time, I don't read old text messages. So just move on with your life, Frank. But it mm. does bother me a bit that I, I lost that history there, especially when I went through all this effort to get a backup. I'm like, well, I, maybe I should have just done a clean slate. Yeah, that, that's that's a, that's the bummer part, which is like, hey, I, I, I spent the time to get everything and yet you didn't give me everything. That's always my struggle with, you know, even my and I haven't really looked on Windows and like how that process works. I know on Mac, it's a similar process, right? It's like, hey. I got a Mac here. I got a Mac here. Like bring it over. I actually haven't looked on windows recently, but like if I have a tower and a tower, like do I move things over? Like I probably don't because if I look at my hard drive right now, it's in the red and it's got 25 (laughs) gigs left. Right. So unless I'm putting like a four terabyte drive in there, maybe I don't want all the history of all the things. It's always my fear, right? It's like, do I actually want all the history of all the things all the time or not? Yeah, but like your text message history is the size of one movie. Like that's true. <laughs> that's true. That is a great point. Is like, yeah, the when I when we were going through the iCloud system the other day, yesterday, because mm-hmm. we were talking about how you know you can you can actually go into your iCloud in not in the i not in the iCloud, but you can go into the mess. The you can go into general iPhone storage iMessage. Mm. And then you can mm. say, oh, hey, this person sent me like a gig of video. Yeah. Maybe I don't need those anymore from right. five years ago. I'll just like skip that. But you're right. The text, the actual text is the important part at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I'm an old computer user. I know media vanishes after time, yeah. <laughs> bit rot and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, like the text, it's absolutely nothing. Who cares? That should all just be included very quickly. Uh, so I have a phone that's somewhat transferred. There's just, just one little thing left to do. What's left to do? Well, the fear that I have, which is apparently <laughs> now multiple fears, but the fear I always had was not the iCloud backup because I figured that would always work. But like I mentioned in the very beginning of this podcast, we're going from, I'm going from a world and Heather would be going from a world of ES, not, not eSIM, physical SIM to eSIM, which I think is the way to go. Because by the way, eSIMs, fantastical. I specifically, even though my iPhone does have an eSIM, I bought an an Android Pixel 4 um, for like 200 bucks used as a burner phone for when I travel out of the country because I'm on mobile. There is 
out of the country, but it's expensive. But you can get international international eSIMs through the app store, configure them in five seconds on your phone, mm-hmm. and you're good to go. I just didn't want to mess with my normal phone because I'm like, I don't understand eSIMs yet. And I know there's like multiple eSIMs and all this other stuff. I'm like, I don't get it. So I'm like, let me just do it on a phone that is only connected to Wi-Fi most beyond <laughs> when I travel. Yeah. And they're fantastical. Like I have, I'm ready for all of Europe, every country in Europe. I got three gigs of data, $12 for the next 30 months. It's like amazing. So that's crazy ridiculous. So my assumption going from physical to eSIM as at least with Mint Mobile, I don't really know. I guess, I mean, I like the physical to physical because you just put it in the thing and it just works, right? The eSIM I guess I got to configure it through their app. And that's what I did on the, the, the Airlo is the one that I use. I'll put a link to that if I can remember in the show notes, but, uh, pretty much the Airlo, it, there's a few ways of doing it. One is click a button. That that's good. I like click a button. It just installs it. Number two is scan a QR code. That's kind of cool. And then number three is manual. And you definitely don't want to get to the manual phase (laughs) because the manual phase involves like a bajillion numbers and digits and this thing. And I feel like that's just a bad situation. So my assumption is that the next step is that you have a phone. It seems like it's in a state that's like, okay, you know, minus text messages, but you don't have internet yet besides Wi-Fi. So is the next step in your process, get this thing on, on the internet. Oh, the, the internet comes pretty quickly. They make you do that in the setup process very early on. Um, so it's it's the telephone number transfer. You're absolutely right. I was thinking uh, there's actually an additional one. I got to transfer the watch over and the watch is cellular. Oof. So I didn't want to transfer the cellular watch because that has a weird eSIM pairing with the phone so mm. that it replicates the phone number. And so I'm like, well, I better get this uh, phone number transfer done. And I, I didn't know what to do either. Like, what <laughs> am I supposed to do? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Normally, you just pop out the SIM and jam it into the other one and then complain. And, and on your old phone, did you have an eSIM or did you have a physical SIM? I still had a physical SIM. Old so school. we're in the same boat. We're in the same boat. Yep. So it's a mystery. And were there directions? Was it a mystery from Apple? They're like, hey, good luck. So I don't know what triggers this at all. But once the phone finally got set up, you know, the iCloud vaguely restoring on all that kind of stuff, it pops up a little, hey, we see this is a new phone of yours. Look at that Apple integration. It says, uh, looks like you're trying to transfer a phone number here. Would you like us to handle that for you? We'll do it with just one click. And I'm like, I'm sure you will, Apple. One click this, buddy. (laughs) That sounds, I mean, from your experience over the last 24 hours, it seems... What can go wrong? What can go wrong? Uh, So they present. It's it's nice. Somehow they detected I was T-Mobile. That must be in a database. And then um, uh, they have you enter the phone number, the last four digits of social security number. I enter all that kind of stuff, hit the button, and a very helpful (laughs) error message comes up saying, account type not supported. Okay. It's the only Mm. option there. Oh, okay. So I know nothing about eSIM. I I kind of vaguely refuse to Google eSIMs, how they're supposed to work, what you're supposed to do. I'm mostly just angry. It's something like 3.30 a.m. And I decide that's a problem for tomorrow, Frank. And I go to bed because that, that's too many hours of trying to set up a phone. So I went to bed in defeat 
that I couldn't transfer my phone or my watch. Oh, over. No. <laughs> this is also, by the way, for most people, the the most essential part of having a phone is making it work outside of your house. And then two, it's also the most terrifying part because the eSIM like is your phone number. <laughs> like, yeah. And that phone number is your identity. I use it for all those code things, you know, the mm-hmm. two factor, you know, I use it for important stuff. So, and, and it's fine with the old phone still working, but they're diverging, right? Like in my head, these two <laughs> databases are diverging now. And I'm like, I do not want these phones to get out of sync. I don't want to lose data and all that. Uh, but fortunately I had a good night's sleep, woke up all refreshed, drank a ton of coffee and one wheeled to the T-Mobile store. And, uh, uh, you can guess everything went really well after that too, right? Uh, okay, so you get there. Here's the best part. Like I, I have gone into AT and T and T Mobile stores, and like what happens? Like they have like a fancy stand. They have like an iPad in their hand. Like, oh, how can I help you today, sir? And mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know, I got an eSIM. I got this new phone. Trying to set it up. Okay, do you make a reservation online? No, you mean my phone? Like it doesn't work. And yeah, I you know, spent a thousand dollars on it, and I give yeah. y'all like a hundred dollars every month. So like. I like for that to continue to work and I'd like to not lose my phone number and then the error message and like, cool, we'll put you on a wait list. That'll be about 800 hours. <laughs> well, and then they put you on a board and then you're like, I guess I'll look at the iPhones that I already own. Like, you know, yeah. what do you, what do you do inside? Like they're bare bones stores basically at this point. I don't know why they exist. Well, oh, now I know why they exist is to set up eSIMs. You know what you do? You look at the galaxy flip V is that what it's called? Ooh, yes. That is a good looking phone. And I'm just staring at it the entire time. Like maybe, maybe, but no, I, I, I like it. Clamshell design, foldy screen, very nice phone. So I just stared at that while they were futzing around or whatever they do while they're not helping you. <laughs> okay. So it, it, it's all fine. I actually had a really wonderful clerk. Uh, this is where I wanted to say the store staff was great, except for one thing. I go to do this transfer. I tell him, hey, hey, transfer's not working. He's like, uh, we just got to wait 10 minutes for the computer to reboot because they're having computer problems. So we wait 10 minutes for the computer to reboot. And then he says, look, I, I want to do this for you, but you're not authorized to make changes on your account. Oh, like, that's great. <laughs> are, you on, are you on family plan still? Because I've had this issue on family plans where I had to like call my mom and then they had to be on the phone with her. And I was just like, I'm just trying to get a new yeah. phone. I'm, I'm 27. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just smiling at this point because all I'm thinking is I can't wait to tell the story to James on the podcast at this point. <laughs> um, it, I have a business account at T-Mobile. I paid oh. for it through the business. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, um, and yeah, I do abuse it a little bit. I'm glad absolutely no one listens to the show. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hello. And, uh, my father is a part of my business and participates in the phone program as a part of my business. And he likes to play with websites and somehow he was the only authorized person on the account that I own and administer and that my company pays for. So aren't databases wonderful? Absolutely. So the- delicious i love a good database in fact it'd be great if apple would back up the entire iMessage <laughs> database when i asked them to, to back up the database <laughs> so the poor cl- clerk has to go in the back to to check out the old computer system and i guess in the old computer system my name is there somewhere oh jeez. i know 
And he comes out all like, well, I guess I'm doing you a favor. I'm like, I guess. I, I, <laughs> I just yeah, wanted yeah. to buy a $1,200 phone. <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> I just, it's all smiles. So uh, wonderful chap gets it done. Phone's working. End of story. Wasn't that fun? That was my upgrade. Oh, and I should say a day later, um, the watch is like, hey, I see you're using a new phone. Do you want to pair? And that actually worked, James. Oh, okay. One thing nice. actually worked. The watch repaired itself. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's nice. Because uh, you weren't uh, on any betas of the Apple Watch, right? You're just on normal. You know, the little guy kept trying to upgrade and kept failing the upgrade. <laughs> so fortunately, there was a bug in that install that saved me from that problem. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's great. This is a great story because it is probably real. I'm, I'm very fascinated. Our listeners are tuning in right now. How many of you are having this experience or know someone's having this experience? Or is it just Frank? Because, you know, it will be, it'll be several weeks before we are able to set this up because we just got a bunch of shenanigans going on. So probably three weeks from now, probably by on the 31st, I'll have an update, I think. But I did just look at the Mint Mobile setup. And mm-hmm. I think the eSIM will be okay because, well, one, Mint Mobile doesn't have any stores, so I can't just go to a store. <laughs> but um, I have talked to them online. They're very nice. Uh, because, you know, even when I was transferring from T-Mobile to Mint Mobile, I was terrified. Like, I think I talked about that on a Patreon uh, podcast like I was the most I was like so terrifying like I just I've done it before like I switched from Verizon to T-Mobile also equally terrifying and then I think it was more terrifying switching from T-Mobile to Mint Mobile because when I did it from Verizon like I had to call Verizon I did like a special pin a special thing and then like when I went from T-Mobile there's like yeah I don't even care like whatever just there's mm-hmm. like you it's already unlocked it's already I'm like what, why is it already unlocked like <laughs> Don't what what are you doing, T-Mobile? Don't do that. Ah, um, as far as I can remember, it was a it was a it was a nightmare. But then it was like Mint Mobile just runs on top of T-Mobile, so like I don't know how any of this shenanigans works in general. But now you got your new iPhone. You got four. Yeah. You got five Gs. You got fifth the fifth generation Gs. Oh, do I? I don't even pay attention to that. I guess you I got do. it. It's on the phone. More importantly, I have the dynamic island constantly distracting me, so I can go look at it. All right. Um, initial impressions of the phone, then we'll get out of here is, do you love it? Hate it? Let's break down first thing cameras. Oh, the camera's gorgeous. I was taking shots like in the dark, like things I couldn't see with my eyeballs Mm -hmm. and it was pulling definition and color out of that shot. So amazing camera. Absolutely. No complaints. It's even a little bit funny. You take a picture and you can like, they show you intermediate processing steps. You can see it improving Ooh. a little bit over time. That part's That's great. cool. Okay. Camera bump. <laughs> Worst thing ever. You know what? <laughs> I just hope that AI networks get good enough that we can put tiny cameras back on these and still get these high quality shots because this camera bump is ridiculous. I can't, it's going to have like a whole dent in all my jeans. That's true. All right. Um, did you buy a case or no case? I am going to try cases, but not so much a case. What I'm looking to do is replace my wallet with a little mag safety thing to go on the phone. That way Normally, you lose both of them at the same time. Right. That's the goal. Yep. <laughs> well, um, I, normally I'm a staunch no caser. 
mm-hmm. and I prefer the phone without a case. And yet I'm just really tired of wallets and such. And so I'm going to join the old man club and <laughs> get all <laughs> get all the attachments I can to the phone. The problem is it's really hard to select which ones of those on ATP. Marco Ding mm. uh, has been talking about a few. So I've been listening to that show. Hard, hard to choose accessories. I'm not an accessory person. That makes sense. I love the screen. The screen is gorgeous. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what to say. Apple always makes gorgeous screens, but it's gorgeous. Yeah, and, and this one has the different bezels as well. The other ones were yeah. These ones are more metal compared to like the rounded oh, ones. I nearly forgot one of the more punchline parts of the early part of the story. So through all that time of going through all those setup screens, mm-hmm. the phone is in some weird initial factory state where the brightness of the screen is turned all the way down and you can't bring up control panel during the setup process. So for the entire setup process, I can barely read the text on the screen just to make it especially, you know, perfect chef's kiss experience. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, dynamic Island. What do you think? I hear people hate it. I hear people are like, this is the worst thing in the world. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. Like I don't, I find it distracting because it does sit there. You know, it turns out the notch was distracting because it was a bump on the edge. This is distracting because it's, it is an Island. It's, it's Mm. noticeably an Island, especially if you're watching videos and things like that. Um, at the same time, I don't mind it. Uh, my biggest complaint with it is I'm an old school iOS person. I always top, uh, tap the navigation bar to scroll to the top of things. Do you do that? Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, top and bottom. Yep. Yeah, uh, that's exactly where the dynamic island is now. <laughs> yeah. And if you tap the dynamic island, it opens up whatever activity is happening in the island at the time, which is for my phone, usually playing some music or a podcast or something. Mm. So that that's super annoying. I heard that you can turn it off. Oh, the tap? Uh, no, the dynamic island itself. Oh, is that right? I don't think I would go. I mean, it's there. I I uh, I stick with my words of I appreciate the software trying to cover up the failures of the hardware. Um, I no, I I wouldn't ever turn it off because otherwise it would feel it's especially dumb. I do kind of want to write some apps that take place entirely in the space between the dynamic island and the top of the phone. Like I think of like a fun little breakout game that's just mm. played in those top ten pixels would be kind of hilarious. Uh. It's a little bit silly, to be thoroughly honest. I think they should go back to a notch. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah, I'm interested. It looks like maybe you can't turn it off, but you can turn off like animations or something weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Of all the things in iOS 16, that bothers me least. <laughs> what I really don't like about iOS 16, and this is not the phone's fault, but the little three dots at the bottom of the screen when you like uh, swipe between home screens it switches to a search icon and mm. there's just something about the animation that is so distracting for me my eyes are always drawn to the animation and it's a part of the phone that should be completely you should be ignoring it the majority of the time and i find it i find that little search animation to be far more distracting than the dynamic island hilariously interesting yeah it's it's it is really you know curious because the animations are this really beautiful thing and stuff, but they're also distracting. Like they're, 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 they're animations. Like they're literally meant to catch your eye, not to vanish into nothing. So the, 
the problem that they might be running into is they're over animating everything yeah. to make it to take advantage of this hardware. Um, anyways, give it a score. You got to give it a score, Frank. You got to give it a score out of 10, 10 being the best phone you've ever had in your entire life. What do you got? Give it a nine. You get a nine iPhone 14 pro. You're a nine. Setup process. Zero out of 10. 10 being the best setup (laughs) process. Okay. (laughs) Now, everyone, if you're listening, I appreciate all of you and definitely write in. Let us know what you think. Um, I I will report back how Heather's goes. So, um, heed my advice. Stay away from betas. Trust in the (laughs) iCloud. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm a little. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I guess I need to turn off the betas on my phone. Yeah. I would wait until 16.1 is actually released. Yes. I don't think we have a date on that. Yeah. Yeah. Upgrade to 16.1 and then lock it in. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. Yeah. Anything else, Frank? Is that it? Uh, No. Thank you for letting me vent for 30 30 hours. Yeah, it felt like 30 hours. Uh, Honestly, the only thing that got me through it was thinking, I can't wait to tell this story to James because it was otherwise incredibly painful. (laughs) I love it. I'm about it. Um, Super interested to see how it goes for everyone else. And uh, yeah, let us know. Frank, well, good luck with your new phone. I can't wait to see some of the amazing photos that you're taking with him. Feel free to share them on iMessage, although maybe there's no history left at all. So, <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, that's going to do it for this week's Merge Conflict. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you're enjoying your new phones. If you you haven't uh, gotten one yet, it's okay. I'm still rocking my iPhone SE 2, and I'm soon going to get an iPhone 11 Pro. I'm super excited about it. Uh, but that's going to do it for this week's Merge Conflict. So until next time, when I'll be on the road, I'm James Montemagno. And I'm Frank Krueger. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.